You're listening to the Shoot for Success Photography Podcast, and on today's episode, you are listening to one of the audio episodes that started it all. We're kicking off and relaunching the audio training series. Hi, I'm Sean Brown, and if you had told me years ago that I would be a professional photographer today, I would have said that you were crazy. Since then, I've been able to grow my photography business to six figures per year and haven't looked back. Now, with over eight years of experience of figuring out what to do and more importantly, what not to do, I help photographers build the thriving photography business that they've always dreamed of so that they can have more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what they truly want to do. And you wanna know the best part? I'm showing you how to make that happen for yourself in this audio series. This is Shoot for Success. Hey there, Sean Brown, so excited for you to be listening to this audio training series. Like I mentioned in the intro, this is a seven-part audio training series, and one of the things that I am so excited to be doing is bringing this back. So this is actually what started it all back in November, December of 2020. Um, It's like almost like two, or I guess a year and a half ago, whatever time it is, and I wanted to bring this back because this was by far some people's favorite episodes, and uh, they disappeared back in January because I wanted to make sure that people were actually implementing, so I wanted to make sure that they were listened to, but this time they're sticking around, Um, and one of the things that I'm really excited about is I know I mentioned April 7th as a date to mark on your calendar. Well, update to that. The group is now open. Um, What we are doing is I'm relaunching my free training that I do once a year, the Book More Seniors training. And so if you are looking to book more seniors to make more per session and ultimately have a business that allows you the freedom and flexibility to do what you truly want to do, that's what this training is all about. And so all you have to do is, if that sounds like you, where you're like, yep, I wanna book more seniors, I wanna make more per session, I wanna learn how to actually run a business that works for me, I encourage you to sign up via the link in my bio, or you can head to bit.ly slash bookmoreseniors, and it'll take you to the page to make sure that you get in for that training. But the Facebook group is open. We're going to actually be doing some trainings leading up to um, the Book More Seniors training. So it's like a mini training to before we kick off the, the main training, which is going to consist of three live training sessions uh, starting on April 7th and leading up through the following week. And it's really going to be a, an amazing event. We had almost a thousand people uh, sign up for the training last year, and I hope that more people sign up this year because there were so many breakthroughs and uh, huge successes that we saw, huge wins that we saw just in the, the week and a half that we were together in that free training series. So really encourage you to to join, but for now, enjoy part of this seven-part audio series um, all about pricing, value props, streamline your business, all that stuff. So make sure you stay tuned throughout all of the episodes. Hit the like follow button so that you uh, automatically have them updated. Going to have a couple double header episodes with like Thursday podcasts going live too. So you don't want to miss those and hope you are doing absolutely fantastic. And I'll see you over on that episode. I wanted to do this final episode about how we can just show up better in our business in 2021. Because I think that so many photographers kind of, you know, their business takes a backseat. 
and you're probably a photographer listening and you've made sacrifices uh, that kind of put your business not necessarily the forefront of of your energy, of your thought process. And we're going to be talking about what we can be doing to make sure that we show up better in our business in 2021. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, being more kind of just putting the grunt work in. Sometimes it means just taking a step back and understanding where we are in our business, where we want to go, and how are we going to do that. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of that just bird's eye view to really see how things are are going. So we're going to be talking all about that today. Now, I mentioned in the intro that a lot of you guys have have mentioned uh, to me that you really would love to see Shoot for Success stay for the long haul. Um, I'm going to be covering that a little bit later in this episode. So make sure to stick around on there. But there might be some more episodes in the work. Not No promises, but definitely, definitely thinking about it. Now, let's dive into how we can show up for our business better in 2021. Now, I want you guys to write these down because we're going to kind of work through these together a little bit. And if you need to pause and come back to this episode, go for it. This is to be taken at your own speed. And all that we're going to do is make sure that we're moving forward together because that's what I'm all about is doing stuff together to better your guys' business. Our first step in showing up better is just to acknowledge our current successes and affirm ourselves, okay? That's all we need to do because I am a firm believer that we absolutely need to acknowledge our successes and you know, have some self-affirmation if we are ever to grow. Because what's going to happen is if we never really stop to see where we're at, we're never going to be able to see that progress and grow. And the reason that acknowledging our successes and kind of stepping back and doing an evaluation of sorts, it's really important because if we don't, like I mentioned, we're not going to see that progress. And if we don't see that progress, we're going to feel burnt out And if we feel burnt out, we're going to feel like we're not moving. And if we feel like we're not moving, we're going to give up and we're going to lose that momentum that we probably had in our business, but we just didn't really take a step back to realize it. So grab a notepad, grab, you know, your notes in your iPhone, wherever it is that you guys can keep track of everything. I want you to write down these three questions and you're going to do these with yourself. The first question that you're going to go over is, what did you do well in your business in 2020? And I know this is probably a crazy question because 2020 was the year of just everything thrown at us. But what we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, what went well in 2020? And what we're going to do is we're going to list as many things as possible. And I want you guys, you know, even if it's a small win, write it down. Because even those small successes and those small victories are really what our business is built on. Our business is built on those small victories that help garner momentum and help eventually move our business forward. Now, we're also going to write down what did not go so well. Okay, so we have what went well in 2020, what didn't go so well in 2020. And what we're going to do is we're going to get really specific. We're going to say, you know, why did this not go well? Maybe we didn't book as many clients, okay? Why do we feel like that is? Were we not marketing as well? Were people just strapped for cash in kind of the COVID economy? 
what can we do better to make sure that our business does not feel that way necessarily next year? So we need to pinpoint the why. So dive into that. What didn't go so well? Why do we feel like that was? You know, if we um, were spending too much time on our on our business, why do we feel like it is? Did, were we not streamlined well enough? Those sorts of things. So really kind of dive into that because we want to get specific and those specific, uh, those, you know, specific pinpoints of what, why things didn't go so well are going to allow us to then goal set a little bit better in our business and kind of create these almost action items that we can address. Now what we're going to do that third piece is we're going to say, okay, what should we do more of that we feel helped our business? Maybe you took a risk in your business in 2020 and you weren't sure how it was going to pay off and you just absolutely like were just blown away by the results. Or maybe you tried out marketing in a different way and it just really clicked with your clientele and you were booking crazy left and right. What we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, or maybe actually let's even rewind a little bit. Maybe in our business, we were so kind of just tired and we just made a switch of outsourcing one or two things. And we figured out that that all of a sudden changed a lot in our business. So what we're going to do is we're going to write down what we should do more of in our business because we felt some sort of relief or we saw some sort of success because of it. Now what we're going to do is I want you to take a minute and we're going to acknowledge our personal successes. And we're going to practice some self-affirmation with ourselves, okay? That's what we are going to do because I think that this is so important in just understanding where we're at in the present. Because, you know, Ferris Bueller says, life's pretty short. If you don't stop and look around, you might miss it or something like that. That's kind of how it is building a business. If you don't stop and admire what you've built so far, then you're not really going to ever realize where you're, you know, where you're at. You're never going to have that, that gratitude of where you are. We've all seen some sort of progress in our business. We've all learned some things. We've all grown as, as photographers and business people. And what we need to do is we need to make sure that we practice that self-affirmation with ourselves and let ourselves know that we've done a good job. Now I will make a note. Some people are going to do this. Others are not. But do not compare yourselves to others, okay? The reason we don't want to do that is because it leads to, to one or two things. And the first thing it leads to is an inferiority complex, okay? So if we are comparing ourselves to other photographers and constantly saying, you know, yeah, but I am not as good at, you know, photography as they are. Well, what's going to happen is that's going to, that's going to set us back. But on the other hand, if we say, wow, we're just absolutely doing so well, we are better than all these other people, it leads to the opposite, it leads to a superiority complex. So what we need to do is we need to really be careful of not putting ourselves in that. We just want to focus in on ourselves and what we have done well. We don't want to compare ourselves to others because that's not what is going to help our business. We're all about, you know, um, I was a track athlete and in, in high school track, one of the things that we always said is we're not racing the other person, we're racing ourselves. And in business, this is so true because we all have different goals. We're all going at a different pace. And what really matters is can we beat our own personal best? Can we beat ourselves? Okay, can we do better than we did our previous race? And that's what we need to do in business. Can we do better this year 
than we did last year. That's what we have to be asking ourselves. And so what we're going to do is we're not going to compare ourselves to others. We're going to focus in on what we did well, and we're just going to say, wow, look at all of this progress that we've made. Look at how well our business has progressed over the years. That's what we're going to do. The next part in this is we're going to work on some goal setting. And one of the, the things that um, I did in the beginning of 2020 that I had never done before was I actually sat down and I did some written goal setting. So over the years, I've, I've always had goals of in my head of what I wanted to do. And one of the things that I realized was writing down your goals and having them kept in a certain place is actually a really powerful thing. Because what it allows you to do is it allows you to kind of keep track of your goals and almost hold yourself more accountable. Because all successful businesses do some form of goal setting. And the reason that they do this, you know, goal setting is it allows them to become more focused. It allows them to have better direction in their business. They know kind of where they're going. And it allows them to hold themselves accountable. Because if it's just in our head, we can make excuses and all that stuff. But if we date and say, I'm going to do this this year by X date, or this is the date that I have that I'm going to launch the senior rep program, or this is the date that I'm going to have all of my pricing done. This is the date that I'm going to make sure that I've posted X number of times to Instagram, those sorts of things. What we want to do is we want to put ourselves on some sort of timeline and writing it down really helps because it helps you understand what you need to do and when you need to do it. And the combination of those two is going to be really powerful in actually moving your business forward. Now, the reason it's written is because it becomes a lot harder to kind of wiggle your way out and say, oh, well, I'll put it off next week. I'll do it next month. Rather than having a written goal where you say, okay, it's X date. I need to have it done. I've got two weeks to finish it. Let's do this. So it allows ourselves to hold ourselves more accountable. And the reason that I say it provides better direction is it gives us kind of a, a, a point that we're aiming at. Now, I like to use the analogy of um, in I, I, pre-pandemic, I used to fly a lot. And I always thought it was super interesting how precise the pilots needed to be when they kind of were lining up their plane with their destination. And one of the things in our business is even if we're only a degree off, like we, we know where we need to get, but we're not super, super intentional with it. That one degree off can lead us on a completely different chart, completely different path. It can take us in, you know, let's say that we want to go from LA to New York. Well, if we're one degree off after all this time, let's say a year goes by, our business, rather than landing the plane in New York, we might be landing in Florida, very different parts of the coast. Went in the general direction we didn't quite make it to our destination. And that's one of the things that we want to do with goal setting is we want to make sure that we're headed in the right direction. And we want to do things that help keep us in check and make sure that along the way, we're going in the right, in the exact right direction rather than even being slightly off. We want to be a little bit more intentional with the direction that we have our business pointed. Okay. So when we write down our goals and what we're going to do is we can write down goals that preferably have some sort of metric 
that we can measure. And what I mean by that is rather than just saying book more clients, I want you to actually write down how many clients you want to book. If you photographed 10 seniors last year and you want to book more, let's put a number on it. Let's say, okay, last year I I booked 10 seniors. This year I want to book 15 or 20. Okay, we're going to write down numbers. I made this much last year. I'm going to make this much next year. I spent this amount of time per client. Next year, I want to decrease it by 25% or 50%. I want to spend 50% less time with clients. These are the things that we're going to do. We want to write down these numbers because numbers are really good at telling us how close we are to accomplishing our goal. Now, if we were to say, let's spend less time per client, well, that can mean you spending five minutes less per client. You technically accomplished your goal, but it wasn't really truly what you wanted to do. Your goal was to free up more time. And while five minutes, we could say, okay, we met our goal. We really want to be intentional and specific with those goals. So we want to do some sort of metric we can measure preferably. Now, once we've done this, we're going to make sure that these are written. And the reason that we're going to write these down is because what it does is it actually subconsciously makes us commit to them a little bit better. We actually remember doing it rather than just saying, you know, we've all had that idea where it comes in the middle of the night or it comes as we're at the grocery store and, you know, we're in the milk aisle and then by the time we've made it to the eggs and cheese, it's like gone. (laughs) So what our brain does is when we write it down, it actually, the muscle memory helps with us remembering. So we want to make sure that we're committing these to our intentions and to our actions and writing these down is going to be the first step in that. Now, if you are somebody who says, you know, I'm not going to do goal setting because, you know, it just seems seems too much, too much to handle. I'm not going to do it. Well, by not goal setting, what you're really doing is you're just giving yourself the excuse to put things off, to procrastinate, and you're ultimately continuing in the same patterns that you've probably been in. So one of the things is that if we just basically do what we've done before, we're going to do what we've done before. And what I mean by that is that if we're not intentional with our actions, if we're not mapping our actions to some sort of goal, some sort of, some sort of intention, uh, intentional action in our lives, well, as humans, it's our nature to inevitably fall back into that familiarity. And when we fall into that familiarity, well, what's going to happen? Our results are going to be the same as they've always been. So if we want to do something new, and I touched on this, I think it was like episode three, episode two or three, you know, if we do the same stuff before expecting different results, it's basically the definition of insanity. If we, you know, what got us here is not going to get us to where we want to go. But what we need to do is we need to make sure that we're intentional with our actions and making sure that we're doing things differently than we've done before. Because if we don't, chances are at the end of the year, we're going to look back and we're going to say, wow, I didn't meet these goals. I did not do X, Y, or Z. And what we're going to see is we're going to say, well, what actions did we change to make sure that our goals were accomplished? And the, probably this, the answer is going to be, well, we, we didn't change our actions. You know, it's kind of like when everybody, uh, the the famous New Year's Eve uh, resolution 
is I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm going to eat better. And it lasts for like two or three weeks, and then nobody's at the gym. And it's going to be curious because uh, at the time of recording this, our gyms in Washington are still closed. So we'll see what happens with the gym crowd. Maybe when everything opens, it's going to be like March and everything, and it's going to be like the two weeks of New Year's in March, and then everything's going to die down again because everyone says, oh, the gym's back open. Let's, you know, let's do this. But unless we truly commit to change, nothing actually changes. And that kind of comes into the next part is committing to ourselves. Because in order for us to show up better in our businesses, we first need to commit to ourselves. And what I mean by that is we often put off committing to ourselves because we're scared. We're scared of something. And I kind of touched on this, you know, in the last episode. But the reason we don't commit is because we have these these fears. You know, what if what if I fail? What will others think? Or you say, no, nah, I'm I'm comfortable with where I'm at. I want to grow my business, but I don't want to risk what I have now. We put off that because sometimes what happens is we we live in this middle ground where we're not necessarily like disappointed or unhappy with where we are, but we're also not happy with where we are. And I hope that makes sense to you guys. We're we're just kind of living in this middle ground where like we know we want more, we know we want to do a little bit more. But we're not always necessarily where we want to be, but we're also not, you know, opposed to being where we are. Like, there are good things about where we are. It's comfortable. We know what to expect. The unknown's scary. We don't know what to expect with the unknown. We don't know what happens if we, if we don't show up. And so what I want you to do is I want you to say, okay, how are we going to change that? How are we going to be okay with that uncomfortability? Hopefully that's a word. How are we going to be okay with kind of that level of, un- of discomfort? Because something is, is different than what we're used to. As humans, we like, com- or we like kind of the predictability of things. We like habit. We know what to expect. It's not scary. We know, you know, we do this and we do that, and we just kind of fall into a routine. And our bodies are very good at that. We're conditioned. That's kind of our, our reptilian part of our brain, our, our core instincts, our kind of animal instincts to essentially know, you know, appreciate what we do know. The unknown scary. It's a fight or, f- uh, fight or flight response, you know? We have to either choose to, to fight or we have to run away. And we don't like responses that trigger that. But, you know, over evolu- evolutionary, evolutionarily, we haven't really, you know, grown out of that sense. That's why fear and stress is still a part of our lives. Because... Deep down, genetically and emotionally, or evolutionarily, we haven't grown out of that. And so what we need to do is we need to say, okay, let's be uncomfortable a little bit. Let's commit to ourselves. Let's commit to change. Let's do these goal-setting actions. And that's why it's so important to write these down, because then it can say, we can actually map our actions to a certain objective, rather than just saying, I want to book more clients. Okay, how am I going to book more clients? Am I going to post more to Instagram? Am I going to you know, post more consistently? Am I going to uh, direct message, you know, five seniors a day or whatever? I'm doing a model call if I don't have a portfolio. Am I going to build a senior rep program that I've been hesitant to do before to book more clients at the beginning of the year? What are we going to do? What steps are we going to take? What deadlines are we going to do? Okay. And the reason that we need to commit to ourselves is because 
what happens if we continue to put other things ahead of ourselves in our business? Well, it's not going to prosper. Our business is kind of like a plant. If we don't water it, it's going to wilt over time. You know, we can't grow a you can't grow a huge plant without watering it, without giving it some sun. I think I've used plant references in the last two podcasts, but remember, our business is a lot like a plant where we have to water it. And watering it in this case is showing up. It's continually making sure that we're being consistent in our business. We are committing to ourselves. And I want you to write down these two main ways of committing. The two main ways of committing are through time and it's through investing in your business. So time is seems like when I probably said invest in our, you know, show up, commit to ourselves, you probably immediately thought of, of time because that's what many people do. Time is a, it's a commodity that everyone has. We all have time. You know, we got to where we are because we put in the grind. We figured it out on our own and we chose to make sure that we were nurturing our businesses in that stage. And that's kind of, you know, we figured it out. We made it happen. And the only way to do that was to put time into our business. You know, without time into our business, our business wouldn't have grown. So what do we need to do if we want to commit to our business more? Well, we just give more time to our business, right? That's that's kind of a logical thing. But I'm, I'm here to say that that's not necessarily how it needs to be. Because what's going to happen is, this is essentially, um, imagine, you know, instead of, of a plane going from L.A. to New York, let's say that we need to go from L.A. to New York and we're back in like the 1800s and we have to do it by train. Well, putting in time is you saying, OK, well, I need to get from L.A. to New York and I need to do it in the, you know, the fastest way possible. So I'm going to and I need to maybe maybe this is a journey that you need to make many times. And so what you're going to do is you're going to say, well, it'll be faster if I can do it by train, right? If I can do a steam engine from from cross country. But first, what I need to do is I need to build the railroad track. And so what you're going to do is you're going to lay the pieces by hand. You're going to make sure that you figure out how to lay the pieces. You're going to figure out where the rails need to be. You're going to figure out how to build a bridge to go across the ravines. You're going to figure out all the stuff along the way. Because eventually what's going to happen is you're going to have a fully built railroad track that you're going to know the ins and outs of. But it takes time, right? So you know that you're going to figure out all that stuff in your business. And that's kind of like photography. Instead of building a a railroad track, what we're doing, you know, once we build the railroad track, we know we can get from point A to B pretty quick. Well, it's kind of like our business, you know? All right, well, I can figure out how to do a model call. I can figure out how to build a senior rep program. I can figure out pricing on my own. I can figure out how to market better. I can figure out how to streamline my business. I can figure out all these things. But what happens is it takes time. Once we figure it out, it's great because now what we do is we say, well, I know how to do this and this and this and this, and I can do this more efficiently, right? But at the end of the day, we have to look back and we have to reflect on how did we get there? And the answer to that, how we got there is we spent a lot of time and perhaps it could have been done more efficiently. And that's where the second part comes in. And that's investing in your business. Because what investing in your business does 
whether it's through an educational conference or whether it's from you taking a mentorship with somebody, whatever it may be, what investing in your business does is it allows you to say, okay, I'm deficient in these areas. Let me pay somebody who's created that railroad already. Let them show me how to build the tracks and it's going to save me a lot of time. What investing in your business does is it accelerates your growth. It's, the, it's kind of like the same thing. It's basically the difference between trying to build a railroad track yourself and you going to the train station and buying a train ticket to get you from point A to B. Somebody else has already laid the track. Now what you can do is you can basically take the shortcut. You can go and you can say, I want to know exactly, you know, I just need to get from point A to B. I don't necessarily need to know every small detail. I kind of know how tracks are built. Like I could probably do it myself if I needed to, but I want to know, I just want to get from point A to B and I'm going to do it and I'm going to use somebody else that has already kind of experienced it. I'm going to have them teach me or I'm going to basically have it done for me in a way that I can use it in my business in the way that it that it works for me. And you should have a balance of both. So the reason I say you need a balance is because there are times where you need to put the time, you need to put the energy in, but there are also times where you need that acceleration. You need to make sure that your your business is profitable. You need to make sure that you're you're going in the right direction. And sometimes instead of, of deviating your building your railroad track in the completely wrong direction, we want to make sure that we're going on the, along the right track and knowing that that track has already been laid for us and that we're heading in the right direction to the correct area, to the correct place. So what I want you to do is I want you to make sure that you're not using either as an excuse for not growing your business. And what I mean by that is I don't want you to say, use the excuse of time and say, well, I don't, I don't need to spend money in investing in my business because I'm spending so much time. Like, look at all this time that I'm, that I'm investing in my business, right? I don't necessarily need to spend on education because I'm figuring it out on my own. But I also don't want you to say, well, I don't need to spend time in my business because look at all this educational material I just bought. Look at this class I just enrolled in. Look at this, this mentorship that I just, you know, just signed up for. I don't want you to give the excuse to yourself of not progressing your business because what you need to do is you need to have a combination of both. What it should really sound like is I just invested in this amazing educational course. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the time, I'm going to put the time into my business and I'm basically going to, you know, I figured out, I kind of already put out what doesn't work, what does work. I've already skipped past all of that and I'm just going to be able to focus on what does work. So now what I'm doing is I'm putting the energy and time into my business in a way that I know is intentional and works. And so what I want you to do is remember, go do your goal setting, preferably write down uh, three to five goals that you have. And I want them to be metrics, measurable, actionable steps. Because if we don't write down it in a way that's metric based, well, what's going to happen is it gives ourselves too much latitude. Like I mentioned, you know, what does book more clients really mean? What does spend more less time with our clients or, you know, be more efficient? What does that really mean at the end of the day? Does one client more mean that you booked more clients? Yes, technically it does, but it's not really what we were after. So 
we're going to use those metrics. We're going to use those to build and to grow. So I'm going to leave that with you because I've given you guys kind of the, the tools to get started. Now it's up to you to make sure that you're following through. Pin this to a, a whiteboard that, or, you know, a, a bulletin board that you have. Tape it in front of your computer so you look at it every day. Um, do whatever you need to to make sure that you're you're keeping an eye on these goals and preferably set three, six, nine, and 12-month kind of check-ins. And the reason I like those is because it gives you enough time to see some progress. It gives you enough time to see where am I in my business? What do I need to tweak? What isn't working well? And those three, six, and nine-month check-ins before your year check-in are really helpful to make sure that you're going in the right direction. So use those as kind of a starting point. I hope you enjoyed that episode from 2020, the one that we relaunched and we're keeping around. Don't forget, the Book More Seniors event is happening. It's kicking off on April 7th. You're not going to want to miss it. So if you are somebody who wants to book more seniors, make more money in their business, and ultimately have a life that's worth living as a result of what you've created in your business, one that gives you more time, freedom, and flexibility, I would love to see you at the live event. We're going to be doing a series of live video trainings uh, to make sure that you can take your business to the next level. So all you got to do is click the link in the description, or you can also head to bit.ly slash book more seniors, pretty easy. And I will get you, make sure you get added to the group. The sooner, the better, because even before that training series, we're kicking it off with a mini training series. So you're going to want to make sure that you're a part of that. As always, I will see you guys on the next episode, and I will see you at the live event April 7th and the other days, like Tuesday and Thursday the following week. Lots coming at you guys. We'll see you later. One of the things I discovered early on in photography is that working harder isn't what builds a successful business. In fact, after coaching hundreds of photographers in every market across the country, the number one trait that they all shared when they were struggling was working harder than ever in hopes that things would finally come together. It wasn't until they figured out how to implement the proper frameworks and strategies that their business took off. That's why I've created this free on-demand video training series, the Intro to Senior Photography Crash Course, to help photographers who want to start or grow their businesses without spending years struggling trying to figure it out on their own. In this free training, I will teach you the steps you need to take that people like myself along with hundreds of other photographers have used to build their thriving senior photography business and be able to live the life they want to live. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to unlock how to make that happen for you and your business and say yes to being the successful senior photographer you've always dreamed of being.